You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pokes, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. I'm Jack Steele, and this is NPR. Uh, I think our, our opening theme is too lively to be NPR. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I also don't think I have the credentials for NPR, or the credentials for um, Joe Rogan, or the credentials for um, a podcast about as you can buy in one sitting. I don't know. I feel like you might be able to nail that one. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I feel like you could be a podcast guy, Fieri. Uh, yeah. I, I also like, did you see the depreciating scale of podcast quality that went down there? It's like, just take an NPR, leap down to Rogan, leap down to a fictional taco-eating podcast that I've just come up with just now. I feel like we're going to get a letter from a, this, you know, some taco podcast. <laughs> It's got all you can taco, and they're gonna be like, "Dude, what the fuck? Why you got beef with us?" And we'll be like, "We didn't Shit. know you were real." Shit, there's a new king. There's a new <laughs> podcast king. Well, welcome to another mini-sode of Not Another Origin Story. If you are unfamiliar, this is our opportunity to elucidate you as to our next film that we'll be covering. So you have an excellent chance to Google it, see that it's two ninety nine, then decide, eh, and just let us talk about it in a week from now. Right? That's how it goes. It seems like that might be the way it mostly goes, <laughs> judging by the people I've talked to who listen to our podcast. Like, I love that episode you did. Never heard of that movie. Never heard of that movie. Listen I'm to like, the Batman episode. Like, Batman Begins? <laughs> uh, but, Pokes, uh, I am I, I am at a loss for words, which is a hard thing to, to have, uh, a hard symptom to have for a podcast. But It's not going to be great for the listener. I am at a loss for words for what I've just very recently learned about the movie that we've decided to do, because I'm familiar with this movie and this comic book property, but I never saw the film when it came out. I barely remember even hearing about the film when it came out. Now I know why. Uh, But I had no idea who was involved in a number of ways. So I'm pretty excited to get to that. Uh, Was there anything you want? I think uh, before we go into the name of the movie. Yeah, I wanted to get... I want to work up to that, if that's what okay. Yes, I, I did want to say, uh, if you did not listen to the Watchmen episode, you should uh, listen to it. It was a good episode. We had a couple of comments from the man who requested the episode, Nate, on our Spotify, mostly telling us that he thinks Osmandius fighting was cool. So he disagreed with us there, and we're no longer friends. Uh, if you, I, I you know, believe don't... I also agreed that I liked the Os- Osmandius fight scenes. He, I, he, was, he mentioned it when we were talking about the first one, the one neither one of us mm. really liked. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Uh, he did suggest the movie we did, though. So if you have a suggestion, don't forget to leave a message at facebook.com slash pod or tweet at us or whatever. I was reminded this weekend when I was at the Gem City Comic Con, our longtime loyal listener, the, probably one of the only listeners who's listened to literally every podcast we've done, every episode, even the minis, uh, Jack Wallace, who writes his own comic series. It's pretty great. Um he mentioned that I stopped posting links to these on Facebook and I should stop telling people to go to Facebook because there's no actual way to leave a comment unless I post a link. So I'll try to remember to keep posting links to episodes we do so that my end of uh, episode commentary is not wasted. <laughs> well, Pogues, see, I want to I wanna bring the listener in um, with a slight trickle here into the movie that we're going to do because I feel like I'm going to be about 10 facts into what went into this film and you're still not going to get it. All right. Yeah, I, I listened to Ben like 
we were going through, we decided we wanted to do perhaps a not a good comic book movie this time, this week. Really get something that we would have some fun joking about. And uh, we were naming some movies. And then I listened to Ben slowly lose his mind as he mentioned this movie. IMDb'd it. Read about it. And then continued to read about it. <laughs> it was just a downward spiral once he realized what was going on. So I'm gonna work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this to you, post. We are talking about a comic book adaptation, of course, of a relatively it's on brand. Yeah, relatively uh, a notable comic that people certainly probably have about a sixty percent chance of hearing about if they're not a comic book fan. Most, uh, I would say a decent amount of people know who this character is, but probably sure. don't know who the character is. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I do know what you mean. Um, this this cast for this film includes. Uh, Lance Reddick, uh, for me, most known for work on uh, uh, Bosch and I believe on The Wire and uh, just any number of fucking quality-ass shows. Then we're going to work our way up to um, Will Arnett. That's a surprising twist. Didn't expect to see him in this movie, or at least in a movie beside Lance Reddick. Uh, although Lance Reddick is not really awesome, funny, by the way. Not like a, uh, you wouldn't really, not to be like in a mean way, but you wouldn't be like, oh, comic book action. Like if you're like the Lego movie, you're like, yeah, I get Will Arnett. But he's not the person you think, although I guess he was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies too. True, true. Uh, then we have Michael Fassbender and we're like, okay, now we're cooking. Is this some sort of X-Men spinoff? I mean, That's Fassbender's... right. You, you guys are right now trying to remember if Will Arnett played like, I don't know, the Blob or a Toad. Angel or... Uh... <laughs> Or maybe he'd be a good, be a good Cyclops. Um, and, and then we got Megan Fox. That's confusing. Okay, because mostly... I, I guess if you look down, this could have been a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. It's got Will Arnett and Megan Fox in it. Yeah, we're already, we're already mostly there. And then we got John Malkovich. Now you're just kind of bewildered because what what is... You know, I've got some comedy actors in here. You've got some cross-genre actors. And then you've got the notoriously... Um, eccentric John Malkovich, uh, whose roles are—I wouldn't say—he's not like—he's um, not super restrictive with his roles, but he's not in everything. You know what I mean? Like he's—he's he's, a little he's bit in limited. Some confusing films, but sure, he's also sure, in some sure. some good films. But uh... now here's where it gets weirder. The script is written famously by uh, by Taylor and Neville Dean who some people would recognize that combination name, some others might not. Um, they were famously together uh, to work on the 2009 movie Gamer, as well as um, a, what I consider a pretty fantastic film, Crank. Yes, the, Crank the two, two Crank movies. Some of the best movies. Like If you like bad, like over-the-top movies, the, this is the best. And these guys are actually like really interesting because they basically went from... Their only like directing credit, or their only credit before making Cranked, was they made up a credit and put it into a movie that they had just filmed a little bit of, where they were called like extreme stunt directors or something. And these two guys are like insane, and they actually sort of were like the precursor to the digital age in film because they pushed really hard to start using RED, which is a type of camera. So they're like sort of a weird duo, and they're kind of known for being over the top, which maybe helps you see what movie this could be. I don't know. Maybe. And then here's where it gets um, odder. It has a fully commissioned soundtrack by the uh, relatively critically acc- critically acclaimed metal band Mastodon. Most people uh, I, I do Mastodon. not remember that at all. I, I saw this movie. 
I do not remember there. One, yeah. I don't even remember there being a score. But two, I don't remember it being something where I was like interesting. It peaked uh, actually on number fifteen on the Billboard soundtrack list. So it was a popular album of its own right, even though the movie failed massively in the in in the block in the box office. At this point, unless you're relatively tuned in, which you may be if, if you're a listener of this uh, podcast, you're probably like, "Is Ben doing that game again, where he makes up a movie?" And Pokes has to guess if Ben's being a liar. It's called Ben's a Liar. Um, but It's my favorite game to play. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Oh, by the way, um, uh, uh, the, com- the, the, the score and uh, the, the Mastodon work with a, a, a Wes Craven's composer for this movie. So the, the, the man that Wes Craven used to build all of his iconic Scream movies and all that stuff, this guy came on board to work with Mastodon to make the soundtrack from front to back for this movie. That... Oddly, is about if you remove credits and opening sequences, just at an hour, which is absurdly short for a film. It's not particularly long. And now I have to get to the the main character of the film, a main actor who I've not mentioned on purpose to not give to tip the boat here because I think this might give it away, uh, and that is Josh Brolin. Um, pretty pretty big name as well as I mean when you put Brolin Malkovich. And Fassbender together. I mean, that's in a comic book world. That's a pretty big deal. <laughs> I I don't know how that happened in th- 2010 um, for them to get together and make a movie with the director um, of Horton Hears a Who. That is his only credit up until this point. Um, that director uh, directed the movie that I've been working my way gingerly up to. Which is Jonah Hex. Oh, is this, this, this is literally... Yes, Jonah Hex. But I just looked. This is this guy's only live-action movie. Yeah, I know. He's an animator. That's... that's that He's an crazy. animator. His biggest credit's on Finding Nemo. How he got teamed up with Neville Dean and Taylor to do a Jonah Hex movie with just about every <laughs> relatively like notable actor in the comic book world. I mean, there might might as well just be like Robert Downey Jr. in this movie, just to make it more confusing as to how this movie got made and put together. Uh, Did I mention Michael Shannon, too? Because he's in this as well. Yeah, and also so is Tom Wolpat. If you're really old, you'll remember him from Dukes of Hazzard. Tom Wolpat is in this, too. Jesus! Poe! It's... What is this? It's very weird, um... What is this? And I, I also want to proceed the fact that while looking at this movie, I'm like, okay, I know this movie was bad because I remember it like winking out of theaters in like overnight, and I remember seeing like negative things about it, but I never really looked too deeply into it. And then I was reading this to Pogues. I pulled up the uh, you know sort of aggregated uh, reviews, and I'm not going to read everything, but I just wanted to <laughs> just wanted to squeeze in here and point in that. Um, uh, the AV Club gave us a rare F rating, Wikipedia cites, uh, citing that the 81 minutes, and I want to point this out, of Jonah Hex footage, that's a very, that's some throws some shade when you call someone's film footage. That's that's only that's only a word used for car crashes exclusively. Yeah, I was going to say, you wouldn't even use the word film when even, like, just, that's a harsh one. The 80, 81 minutes of, including, including credits of Jonah Hex footage that made it to the screen, looked like something assembled under a tight deadline and possibly under the influence. It and apparently, is. the movie, this is my last note, the movie was uh, nominated for 
two Razzies, one being the Razzie for worst actress that year, uh, going, uh, nominee Megan Fox. And this is true. The worst screen couple, Josh Brolin's face and Megan Fox's accent. <laughs> I, this, I would feel bad for her in a way, but no. Uh, this is a movie like that I said I've seen, and I honestly cannot... I only remember one scene in the entire movie, and I watched the whole thing, so I don't remember much I, of anything. I, I feel like I just described to you a dream that I had. Like, I don't feel like I just described to you hmm. something that, that has a place in the pantheon of reality. I'm pretty stunned that I'm still awake right now. Uh, oh, boy. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be something. Um, the film so, didn't even gross. It it barely it grossed almost eleven million dollars, and it cost forty seven million to make. So not great for them. Poor Warner Brothers had to distribute another terrible DC movie. I feel like they're really regretting buying that uh, the rights to that property, or however they're the ones who got a hold of it. It hasn't been working out super great. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, What's uh, crazy is, too, both of these people, Brolin's uh, Thanos, right? Yeah, yeah, Brolin's Thanos. He's Cable in the new Deadpool movie, and Fastbander went on to become uh, Magneto, so some of them landed on their feet, the rest of them perhaps not. And Arnett still, you know, he's, like you pointed out, he's he's Lego Batman, which is a pretty pretty, uh, critically acclaimed role for him. Yeah, Michael Shannon was just in Shape of Water, which won Best Picture, so he's doing all right for himself. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Totally irrelevant side note. Uh, Michael Shannon is a is a local from a, a place that I live. It's uh, Chicago, and um, no, he was born in Kentucky. You fucking liar. No, it's not. It's true. But, but he 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 he's he's I think a resident or at least has a house here or something because when. Um, when the Oscars were happening and his film was being nom- nominated and then eventually won, uh, so a local like a, a local news publication, like a neighborhood news publication, uh, took a photo of Michael Shannon drinking whiskey alone at a neighborhood bar not too far from where I live, uh, watching the Oscars on mute. <laughs> Wait, why wasn't he there? I, he just he didn't want to go. <laughs> he was invited, wow. but he decided not to go because he's just kind of like a... Like a like a down to earth curmudgeon, which I'm just all about. <laughs> like that is very so, confusing. Someone tweeted about it. you got the picture because you can see the you can see it clearly on mute, and it's like on a shitty TV, and he's just like drinking some whiskey, and like no one's with him. <laughs> I love Michael wow. Payne so much. That is a very bizarre shit. I always get him and uh, the other dude's last name Shannon mixed up. I know that's a great description I just gave of another actor. Oh, uh, Shannon Michael? Yeah, is that his name? Absolutely You're not. You're mocking me. Um, <laughs> You're mocking me, you son of a bitch. But we're we're excited to do this episode because um, I feel like, you know, Watchmen's like a heady concept to talk about. Like, I was excited to talk about it. Like, I, had, I had a lot to say. But, you know, neither of us were particularly pissed about the movie. We just had some complaints about weird sex scenes, mostly. Uh, and old person makeup, thankfully not at the same time. Uh, and, <laughs> and, yes. and, and, and a lot of the movies we've seen, we, we, we recently did, you know, uh, Black Panther. We did a lot of movies where we're just sort of like, 
assessing the story structure, assessing like the 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 the, the cultural relevance, assessing whether or not it has adapted this pop culture spanning work. Uh, now we're going to do a movie where Josh Brolin tries to deliver lines through too much face makeup, and Megan Fox fails to do what is all told the easiest accent that you could possibly do, which is just the vague Western accent. We can all do it. We can all do it. Southern accents aren't the hardest accent no. to appropriate. Because you can just even do the wrong one. Like we saw in like a Swamp Thing, like, you know, it's supposed to be in Louisiana, but we hear like nine different variations of a Southern accent. It's fine. Most people won't notice, but it has to be... If your interpretation of a Southern accent is an accent that doesn't exist, you might want to... Uh, Here's uh, just, I'm sorry, just a real weird thing that I just happened to notice while uh, you were talking, and I'm on uh, the IMDb page for Jonah Hex. Jeffrey Dean Morgan appears in it uncredited in, in a very small role as a, a character who dies very early in the film. What? Yes, so this film is just weird. I'm very confused by it in general. I, I, I still... Okay, are you in my dream now? Are you fucking Inception? Is this, am I just I had me looking down where they're like trying to explain who all these extra actors are who appear in the movie. I'm like, wait, what? Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Isn't that the dude from Walking Dead and who was just in Watchmen? Right, I'm going to spin a top here. I need to figure out if I'm in the waking of the dreaming. Okay, it's spinning. I think we're still good. I'll, I'll let you know if it tops. Okay. Um... This is this is going to be interesting. Also, his name is Michael Sheen. Is the guy I get confused with Michael Shannon all the time? Like one of the Sheens? No, Michael Sheen. He was. Uh, oh right, Michael Sheen. Okay, yeah, yeah. the guy from Underworld. He was in <laughs> Frost Nixon. He was in Masters of Sex. It was a weird order that you cited his his best works. <laughs> I was also reading them off of his IMDb page. So, and I was like, what are movies he would have definitely seen? Well, um. With that, with that established post, I just want to seriously encourage you, the listener of this mini-sode, to tune in next week where we talk about what happens when you put on burn makeup to Thanos and then you pair him with April O'Neil from the reboot and I guess also her partner? What is, who is Will Arnett play in those movies? I, don't I think know. he's like a cameraman of some type. I don't know. Sure, sure. We'll have uh, to find out eventually, <laughs> unfortunately. And fucking Lance Reddick and Michael Shannon get together and film a 70-minute, I guess, music video for a Mastodon Western. I don't know. I don't know. 70 minutes is insane. Like, that's not even enough to be considered a full... <laughs> like, it has to be an hour... Like, an hour and 30 minutes is considered what you need to make it to be a feature-length film. It's not even a feature-length film. It's as if they, like, brought, like... Okay, we only have, like, 70 minutes of the movie. We're going to film some more here and kind of button up the third act. And, like, the studio was like, you know what? Nah. It's pretty buttoned. <laughs> I, think we're all, I think we're all good. <laughs> also, just to tell you how good this makeup is that Josh Brolin is wearing, uh, on IMDb there's a clip if you go and look up uh, Jonah Hex. And it's just a picture of him. And I thought at first they were showing a clip from a young Arnold Schwarzenegger movie because that's what his face looks like. Like, I was like, why are they showing a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jonah Hex's page? And I was like, oh, that's his face. So that's what his makeup's doing to him. It's making him look like the Arnold. So that should really tell you where we're at. I'm looking forward to seeing this garbage sandwich. I, I mean, I'm pretty excited to learn that I haven't uh, I haven't just slipped into a coma. Like, I'm pretty excited to, to determine that this is real and then 
and then kind of rebalance my my consciousness you know uh, that's what i'm most excited about i kind of wish that we couldn't find this movie now and then you'll just have to assume that i made this up and i hacked imdb just to mess with you also i, re- I read that lance reddick uh gives jonah hex a crossbow that shoots dynamite so that i'm kind of i'm kind of i'm kind of here for that yeah, I feel like he's just a version of his character from John Wick in this. Like, in reading his description, like, he shows oh, yeah. up and this guy gives him gear. I'm just like, wait a minute, are you at a hotel during this? <laughs> if, if you scroll down Lance Reddick's uh, 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 IMDb page, you definitely get at least a couple entries where it just says, yeah, like, like gunsmith. Like, whatever whatever term that goes for. Yeah, you're just like, right, he does have a great voice. He should be handing people weapons. Yeah, he should do, he should do more insurance commercials. There's a, there's a sentence no one ever says. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, please tune in next week for this uh, for the Jonah Hex episode. Um, do the be, Jonah Hex footage episode? Yeah, do be, do be prepared to turn your volume down because I'll be screaming uh, just just madness. I'll be screaming furious anger into the mic uh, for the duration of the episode. I'll try my best to level out those. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure we're going to watch this movie.